Why did you wake up so early today? I know you have things to do. But, how to start? Where to start? I don't even know where I'm heading. What do I want to do with my life? What's gonna happen after graduation? Oh my god. I've done nothing of value all summer. What if the rest of my life will look like this? and this is Coming and Going. In this series, I'll go behind my glamorous Instagram facade and talk about the restless and anchorless life of coming and going. A life dispersed between home and home. But also about growing up, I guess. You've been listening to me, Anda, and Kroner discussing the concept of home for the past few episodes. But since the beginning of the semester is approaching, This episode rather focuses on the transitioning between home and going away, in the spirit of our title. This is the first in a series on the topic of emotional borderlands. I started running this summer. Alright, don't get any ideas, it wasn't that many times. And I got a small fracture when I tried to run 10k. But whenever I did run, my brain turned into my own Professor Trelawney, issuing me doomsday prophecies. Innocent blood shall be spilt, and servant and master shall be reunited once more. I've always known what I wanted to do in the future. What a loose concept that is, by the way. When the heck does this future make an entrance to life? Sure, what I wanted has changed over the years. Gone are the days when I was convinced I wanted to become an interior designer. I realized it involved math. And gone are the hopes of becoming a writer for a Swedish newspaper. So, yeah, things have changed. But I've always known that I wanted something, and what that something was at all stages. Now I'm not so sure. If you asked me a year ago, and maybe you did, I would have said I wanted to work in foreign policy. I wanted to work for the Swedish Department of Foreign Affairs. It was a clear career path full of checkpoints, like a checklist ready to be incorporated into my life. One, get good grades. Two, graduate. Three, volunteer for the Red Cross for a year and learn Arabic. Four, apply to the master's program in international development and management at Lund University in southern Sweden. Five, apply to the diplomat trainee program at the Swedish Department of Foreign Affairs. Six, proceed as planned. Okay, yeah, it probably wouldn't have been that easy by a long shot, but at least it was a plan. A list in pretty grown-up penmanship. What I have now looks more like a three-year-old's drawing of the concept of chaos. Oh, what do we have here, Clara? Life plan. Great. I have no idea what I want to do. I mean, yeah, if you call randomly calling Swedish municipalities asking for grants to make regional history podcasts a life plan, sure, I've got ideas. I have vague notions of potentially interesting areas of the economy. I like museums. Podcasts are pretty fun. I have a lot of opinions. 
if you can create a job title out of that, for the love of God, shoot me an email. But essentially, I'm entering this last year at Minerva with a future status. Check back in spring 2020. And as the countdown for the new semester reaches dangerously low numbers, my old friend imposter syndrome sticks her head in the door, maliciously smiling at me. What do you want? I'm working on it. The direction I chose to take for my capstone is a series of podcasts examining national identities and narratives in the Minerva rotation countries, plus Sweden, where I'm from. I don't know whether podcasting or radio journalism is something that I want to do forever, but it feels like the step in the right direction right now. And I know this direction is not one of abundant money, fame, and easy employment, and so I'm not even going to touch the thought that I should be more like my tech friends. With a full-time job offer waiting for me by the finish line in June 2020. So... Most of the time, I don't even compare myself to others. I compare myself to the idea of where, who, and what I should be by this point. Let's call her, this ideal me, Claire. See, Claire is nice to everyone. She has time for friends and family. She's never impatient or defensive. She doesn't cut off her siblings or parents because she just never looks or sounds stressed. But she also always has her things in order is a few steps ahead. She's much cooler, nicer, and better than me, Clara. I set out this summer with some great ambitions. I was gonna get the practical part of my capstone done. I was gonna work for Professor Ostro and get internship credits in order to make up for the course I had to drop this spring due to my near burnout. I was gonna spend time with my family. I was gonna get a therapist. I was just generally gonna get my life in order. Did that happen? Well, no. I mean, I got a therapist. I spent time with my family and friends back home, but the internship credit thing fell through and I haven't done nearly as much on my capstone as I anticipated. Turns out transcribing and writing actually good pieces takes more time than I thought and more energy. How many times have I not sat myself down in front of the computer and thought to myself, you're gonna think yourself in March, Clara and laid my hands on the keyboard, only to two minutes later find myself in bed watching bloopers from Brooklyn Nine-Nine on YouTube. I'll give you the answer. Many. Thus, I'm entering the semester with very little to show for my four months of free time. But I'm going to stop here because I'm not being very nice or honest to myself. I was feeling real shit around the end of the Berlin semester. In hindsight, I'd say that I was pretty close to a proper burnout. So many things in my life were changing, and I could just not deal with it. I went home in early December to do the last week of classes and my finals at home. But to be completely honest with you, I can't remember the last few weeks of Berlin. My train ride home to Stockholm or the two weeks I spent at home. My mom and sibling have told me I came home looking as close to dead as a living creature ever could. Apparently, I didn't even have real conversations with anyone, 
and slept on average five hours a night. That's the lowest I've ever been, I think. The entire Buenos Aires semester was me trying to embrace changes and absorb and process setbacks. I wanted to be more proactive. Started going to a Minerva counselor, but every time my parents called felt like the promise of another emotional bomb, bound to leave me sulking in bed for a few days. Alright, I'm not trying to throw myself a pity party here. I'm just trying to keep it real. Because even though I ended up feeling much better by the end of the BA semester, I was tired, so tired, when I got back home on the 1st of May. I made the decision in December not to even apply to any cool jobs for the summer, even though it might help me in the long run with the whole career shabackle, because I needed to think short-term. And in the short-term, I needed to be home with my family and tag along on the life journeys they were embarking on. Selling and packing up the apartment, moving on to two new ones, dad going through post-op after a sling of prostate cancer, and my sibling recovering from a mastectomy. It was the right thing to do at the time. And honestly, with that in mind, I really shouldn't have expected so much of me. I only have so much energy to work with, and most of it went to prioritizing the people that meant the most to me and myself. The way I relax and process things is by watching a lot of TV series. It gives me a chance to escape from a tumultuous situation and be in someone else's life for a while. And when their life becomes too much for me, I can just simply close the computer. I can't even tell you how many hours, fine, compiled months, I've spent watching TV series. In the last few years, I've watched 64 different TV series, and my all-time record is finishing two seasons at 20 episodes, one hour each, in one and a half weeks. As you might have guessed, this necessity for life takes some time. <laughs> Sometime that could have been spent doing quote-unquote productive things, you say. Well, yes, if I could have been productive in that time, which I couldn't. Hence, I end up watching bloopers from Brooklyn Nine-Nine on YouTube. I'm gonna prove that Whitman was at the scene of the crime, even if it kills me. <laughs> so, I think I need to be nicer to myself. My inability to finish my goals might not have come out of laziness. December me was much more intelligent than current me. She knew that I needed a break, and she gave me one. She looked ahead, thought of me, took care of me. Even though she didn't feel like she had her life together, maybe she was more like Claire, the ideal me, than she thought. She thought ahead. Which maybe is something I should do too. And by stressing the summer, I would have only succeeded in making myself tired before the new semester even began. I should cut myself some slack. So, I might not have any clear ideas of what I want to do in the future, which I assume will materialize when I graduate. But I do feel like my starting point this semester is better than that of the last. And isn't that all I should be wishing for? Claire thinks so. I think so. Where do you start your semester?
You've been listening to Coming and Going with me, Clara. If you relate to the topics or anything I say, please let me know. Similarly, if you have ideas for anything you'd like me to include or if you want to be part of the series, send me a message at clara at minerva.kgi.edu. That's Clara with a K, by the way, or my Facebook. Chances are we're friends there. We've been thinking of ways to keep this going during the semester, but we might need your help. This summer season has focused on the concept of home and what that means. The second season we're thinking could be more focused on the going aspects of life away. We would like to feature more voices and topics. If you feel like that could be you, shoot me a message. Oh, and make sure to follow the Minerva Quest on Facebook and our podcast channel wherever you find your podcasts. The soundtrack to this episode was created by DJ Quads and Soul June. Thank you to Onda for being a constant support in life and this ongoing podcast making of mine.